This is the truth about Terra Luna. We're going to give you all the necessary information about Terra Luna and is right now the good time to buy. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. The Beam Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to tell the truth about Terra Luna. There's a lot going on with this ecosystem right now. Is right now the time to buy or should we avoid it altogether? All right. So it's been the hottest topic over the crypto markets over the past two weeks or so. We saw Luna crash from a $60 billion market cap almost to zero. 99.9% down. Wow. Trading at, it was 120 bucks or something all the way down to what, a fraction of a penny? It's a meme coin at this point. It's point zero 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 one, And now you have the same, the same meme coin people saying, imagine if Luna goes to a dollar. We're going to tell you at, in the middle of the episode if we think it's a good buy. But first, let's, let's kind of explain what happened. I think it's important for everyone to understand how this went down so they can spot things like this in the future, right? Yeah, maybe we could, we could also give a very quick introduction to what Terra is. Yeah, yeah, for a, sure. As a blockchain and what made it so unique in the first place. Definitely. Um, so there was a few benefits to it. And I kind of saw, so Doquan is one of the founders of this you know, revolutionary blockchain. And it was designed to be interoperable, uh, meaning you could have, you could run the, the platform across multiple blockchains. It was designed to be programmable. So developers could jump onto the network and start developing the ecosystem. And it was designed for uh, instant settlements and cross-border payments as well. Right. So it has all the buzzwords covered. <clears throat> exactly. And that's what was bringing people to this ecosystem. Right. And then, you know, you have, so Terraforma Labs is the actual ecosystem and then you have Luna, which is the token of the ecosystem. Right. And then UST, which was their stable the coin, stable right? Coin. So the killer app of the Terra Luna ecosystem, really the only consumer facing thing at the time was Anchor Protocol, right? So everyone was dumping their funds into Anchor Protocol. It was giving these 20% yields, right? 20% uh, APY on stable coin UST deposits, which, you know, it ruffled a few feathers. People, people were saying, is that really sustainable? Is 20% yield really sustainable? Well, it turns out it wasn't. And, you know, that's, that's why it all unraveled because it, it does get quite complicated when, when you really look into what happened. So we'll try to put it into simple terms. But basically, when people started taking the reserves out of Anchor Protocol, the UST, because the, the interest rate started to drop. So 20% became 17%, became 15%. And then as, peop, as the interest rate started to drop people were taking the UST out and they were selling it. They were selling it, right? And then all of a sudden, a massive run on UST sales happened. So people were selling UST and the mechanism that they built is called burn and mint. 
So when people sell UST, it expands the supply of Luna, which that, that's what we saw happen at a rapid pace, which kind of led to the price decline. Yeah, so <clears throat> the idea is to keep it to a $1 peg, right? It, it allows you to have a stable coin within the ecosystem that can be settled and u- utilized amongst all the other platforms within this ecosystem. And it, the importance of keeping it a peg and keeping it to the $1 is that you know that it's always going to be a dollar and you can use it within the ecosystem. As soon as it goes down to you know 98 cents, 97 cents, 96 cents, it's losing everything that it's meant to be. There's an opportunity for, and this is kind of what can make it spiral into the death spiral, is if if the peg goes above, if let's say it goes to a dollar, dollar point oh one, then you can sell it back, burn it, bring it back to a dollar. Yeah, arbitrage, right? right? Arbitrage. Yep. So this is when you know big whales can actually generate some money because one cent with a billion dollars is it's a lot of money for sure. And then if it goes below a peg, if it goes below the peg under a dollar and goes down to like 98 cents or 99 cents, you can send it back and then again, try to bring it back to that $1. And that's what the Luna's for, right? It's a constant rebalancing act. But as soon as you start to stretch a little bit too far, the one way it starts to wobble and goes back and forth and it creates this death spiral, which there's been several other, uh, algorithmic backed stable coins which have yet to succeed and this is just another one that kind of bit the dust for sure so you can imagine it it, it you know it kind of just got depegged a little bit and then everyone wa- saw that they wanted to get out and these whales were taking advantage of it so on curve protocol which was the number one stable coin exchange they were hit with a massive flood of ust billions of ust so now curve protocol is holding all this ust and they have to devalue it in order to get rid of it, which only makes the, de- the DPEG stronger, right? So that's the death spiral. And then people want to get out of UST. And as I mentioned before, the more people are selling UST, the more Luna is being minted. So now the price of Luna is falling because there's more supply of Luna being created. Billions and billions of Luna are being created. So the price of UST is falling. The price of Luna is falling. And because unlike other stable coins, it's not actually backed by fiat currency or treasuries or bonds is backed by Bitcoin. They then have to sell their Bitcoin to try to hold up the peg. And the, and the price of Bitcoin is already falling, which kind of started this in the first place. So it is that death spiral. And then they sold, I think, 80,000 or 120,000 of their Bitcoin over the past two weeks, which has only contributed to the price decline of Bitcoin. Mm. So it's really been a shitty situation for the whole crypto industry. And I feel for a lot of the Luna holders. <clears throat> yeah. And you also have other people kind of jumping in now as well you know thinking and i you know i'm thinking too i'm like yeah you know what let's just throw a couple bucks and if it if it ever goes back up if they save if they save the ecosystem if doquan brings up this elaborate plan what if it goes up to even 10 cents you know buying it at 0.001 that's still a ten thousand percent gain right i mean yeah it's also very dangerous at the same time because they're burning uh they're minting new tokens so the you would if it went up to like ten cents, it's still well, it's like a market cap of like you know a hundred billion or something like that. For sure, where it is right now, is it a good buy? We'll leave that towards later in the episode. But I think we should quickly talk about a few of the conspiracy theories that were around it. You know, like people came out and said BlackRock and Citadel Securities they were behind this attack. You know, they wanted to take down the UST stablecoin. So the conspiracy theory conspiracy theory is BlackRock and Citadel are early investors in Circle which is the company behind USDC, one of the other most popular stablecoins. So the theory is they wanted to take out UST because they saw it as a big competitor to USDC. 
So you can see on the blockchain that someone was buying up about a billion dollars of UST in the, in the lead up to the event and then began to short Bitcoin because they, they knew that if they shorted Bitcoin enough and the price of Bitcoin started to decline, then it would cause this kind of wobble and they could take advantage of it by then dumping all their UST onto Curve and it worked. Now, whether this person or people or group was connected to BlackRock or Citadel, we'll never know. They have obviously denied their involvement in the scandal, if you will. But it is interesting that someone kind of figured out this exploit in the algorithmic stablecoin and they acted and hell, they, they took them down. Yeah, I mean, was it... So this happened on May 7th is when the de-pegging uh, began. Right. Is it a coordinated attack or is it a series of uh, panic withdrawals because the price of Bitcoin was declining? You know, it's tough to tell. I Before we started this podcast today, I did see this tweet that came out um basically was highlighting the fact that so you have the luna foundation guard lfg operates a reserve pool backing ust and luna they were able to sell 2.7 billion dollars in face value at ust at 100 cent at at the 100 mark so at a dollar right they were sold in two transactions uh this would seem it's looking like it's a backdoor deal that occurred and it was only on the secondary market where retailers were able to sell at 60 cents. So two massive transactions at 2.7 billion were sold mm. before this all happened. So, so oh, it, someone always knows, right? Yeah, it's looking like there is a bit of um, <clears throat> people knew behind the scenes. I feel like if you're behind a project like this, you can see what's coming, especially as the price of Bitcoin even just started to slide even before the actual crash. Do I think that BlackRock and Citadel took them down? Probably not. I think, I mean, if you... The whole thing about the stablecoin being backed by Bitcoin and then Bitcoin crashing. And then as we kind of detailed before, there's this death spiral of people getting rid of UST and Luna. It all kind of, I think the whole algorithmic stablecoin thing, it just doesn't work. There was a project that did the same thing back in 2017 or 2018 and almost a similar thing happened. And people have short memories, right? They forget. Most people that are in the crypto markets right now were not around back then. So... It's an experiment that we've seen fail once, fail twice. Yeah, um, Safecoin, BitUSD, new bits. Yeah. Funny enough, uh, Doquan was also behind another one called oh, uh, it's called Basis Cash. So he started this one. It emerged on the Ethereum network in 2020. It lost its peg a year later. Right. Yeah, I think it's now trading down like 17 cents or something. So damn. He had he what this is leaked information as well through other um, developers he was working with or on his team. And I, they anonymous, anonymously came out and said that, yeah, he was also the founder of uh, Basis Cash, right. which also failed as a... So we, we're looking at 10 plus different uh, algorithm, algorithmically backed stable coins that have yet to succeed. So mm. if you do the math and you understand how it works, and then as soon as something's backed by Bitcoin uh, to keep this peg stable, you can start to manipulate it a bit, right? For sure. And create that death spiral. And if you're looking for other projects that you could potentially short at the moment in the current market that have similar structures, there's ones we've been talking about. Tron, TRX, has a algorithmically backed stablecoin. Phantom, another project that's in deep shit because their top developer left and they've been in a death spiral of their own on their token price. Those are two ones I'm looking at right now for potential shorts, TRX and Phantom, that have similar structures in their algorithmically backed stablecoin that could fail. And Justin's son from Tron, he even he knew this right away when it happened with Luna. I think he they they raised two billion for protection, or Tron. So. Yeah, right. And uh, 
they actually had a little bit of a their peg got lost a little bit uh within the past seven days yeah, it went right. down to 95 cents or so exactly so, so there's are, a little bit of movement already in their usdd i believe is the coin usdd yep. yeah so there's a little bit of movement already um i am currently shorting tron yeah i think it's a good a, a good short-term play yeah definitely just in case right yeah so what's the fallout from all this uh, before we get to it, whether we think it's a good buy right now? What is the fallout? I think the main thing we're going to see is a sped up stablecoin regulation. Mm. You know, governments see this. We saw, you know, thousands and thousands of people lose their life savings, you know, millions, millions of dollars. I think there was reports of 20 to 30 people taking their own lives because they were had everything in Luna and it was all gone. Right. So this can't continue. We're going to see government stable coins was already one of the first things they were going to regulate, right? And now after an event like this, this is now made worldwide news. Shit is not like this is this is over, right? It's also, I think it's also going to push people towards better projects as well and ensure that they're doing the research uh, ahead of time. I think it's going to push more people into Bitcoin and you can see how less vile, volatile Bitcoin is, you know, when Bitcoin drops 20%, everything else drops 50 percent 60 percent right you look at a lot of these altcoins that we we have discussed and although there is a lot of reward there's also a lot of risk and i think this has put a f- the fear of god into a lot of you know investors um i think it might also slow down institutional adoption slightly just because of what has a ha- what has happened because terra created this ecosystem and it was actually being utilized by merchants around the world like there was actual adoption so you got to think about the merchants who are also on this platform. The next time they come into the space, where are they going to go? And it's almost like the institutional adoption will slow slightly because they're going to want to see that it is everything is running smoothly on Ethereum, let's say. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think it's going to lead more people to, to go to Ethereum or you know, really well-trusted blockchain versus anything that's experimental. I think, yeah, you're right. The, the more people get burned in crypto the more they gravitate towards the the very cream of the crop. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, basically that's it at the moment, right? Because mm-hmm. these networks don't go down like Solana. They don't get hacked. They don't have death spirals. They're, you know, they, they don't have stable coins that are backed by Bitcoin or alg- algorithms. So I think we're going to see uh, regulation come in hard for stable coins. Some people are, are saying that the, the days of 5, 10, 15, 20% yield, those days are numbered. <clears throat> uh, probably over the next couple of years, that's going to be taken away. Um, so, you know, if you are able to, to stake your stable coins right now for 10%, enjoy it now. It may not last. Um, all it really took was one big event for, for the government to say, okay, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Right? You know, these 1 million billion percent APY time, whatever, that's all over. Um, so let's get to the final point then. Well, there is a plan to, uh, right before we film this podcast, I, I need to see what's going on with the ecosystem. Revival plan? Yeah, so okay. uh, Doquan has tweeted again an, a more recent plan. And what they're... Th- so he doesn't want to let this thing die, right? It's his baby. And that's the thing. Uh, he's receiving death threats. You know, people are going, going to his house and stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've seen that's that. Brutal. Um, so basically, he doesn't want to see this die. I think people who are in the ecosystem currently don't want to see this die. What you are seeing currently, though, is there's other networks like VeChain is offering developers like $30,000 plus to migrate. I've seen Casper Network doing the exact same thing. Right. They're trying to attract all the... Because this ecosystem is now breaking down, right? So there's still really good developers on these other platforms. Now these other networks are now trying to bring po- them in. Poaching right? them, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I think that all, I think, so with this new plan, basically they're going to create a fork and the new chain uh, will, won't have the algorithm, algorithmically backed stablecoin. Mm. Uh, so they're going to have a new one called Luna and the old chain is going to be called Luna Classic, Luna C, and they're all going to get airdropped, uh, the new tokens. So it's gonna, pretty much going to be Terra 2.0. Right. So that's what he's looking to do at the moment. Terra 2.0. Um, yeah. So I don't know if, I think all, all faith is kind of lost in this, classic yeah the current token i think all faith is lost and i think doquan has burned himself twice now it would be tough for me as an investor to want to put money into this ecosystem forward yeah yeah i mean for me the current the current token is a 100 percent avoid the fact that they're just continuing to mint millions upon millions upon millions of luna tokens you're just shoveling your money into a pit of fire because you know You'll see on Twitter, people are boasting about, oh, I, I longed the bottom of Luna and it did that 700X in 24 hours. But what you don't see is the thousands of other people who longed their money into you know, what they thought was the bottom. And, and people think, oh, it's down 99.9%. The risk, the downside risk is minimal, but it can always go down another 99.9% from 0.001 to 0.00001. Yeah. And from there, add another couple of zeros. It's just, it's a death spiral and it's continuing and I just think that is just a, it's a straight gamble. And there's a lot of gambling in crypto. And this is a gamble that I would not make. Yeah, I'm not touching it either. Uh, I think all, I think it's all been lost. You, you, there's what, 20,000 other projects out there. Yeah. You can burn your money on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why put your money into something that's already demonstrated failure twice? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'd stay away from it. I think there's important lessons to be learned here. Do your, I mean, do do the research on the project. Look at the founder. Look at what he's done in the past. And any of these high APY, high yield stablecoin staking these platforms, very very risky. And now we know exactly why because you can lose ninety nine point nine percent of your money within a day. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on with with Terra and Luna. Uh, some other projects that you might want to keep an eye on. You know, in regards to Tron and yep. the other one was Phantom and Phantom. Yeah. So, look, 100% of the time so far, these stable coins haven't worked out. And uh, I think that's where you want to kind of keep your eyes. Yeah, I think that's it. I'd say avoid avoid Luna and um, treat the new project with, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. Hey, make sure you guys all tune to the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. by speakers on the bean pod are solely their opinions you should not treat any opinion expressed on the bean pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy but only as an expression of their opinion this podcast is for informational purposes only